Welcome, Halo community, to episode six of the Halo Respawn podcast. As promised, we do have our special guest, and joining us today is John, aka Uni, from 343 Industries. Hey, John, what's going on? Not much, not much. How's it going? Going good, man. Going good. And then we also have Eric. He's here with us. We're hanging out. We're going to be talking some Halo. There's tons of things that we're going to be going over. Eric, what's going on? Uh, not much. Just uh, enjoying the almost 11 o'clock time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's a little later. No, it's fine. I'm, I just realized what time it was. I was like, I'm not even tired. So We're excited. We're excited to chat. Chat about Halo. Chat about MCC going from Reach and just Halo Infinite in general. We'll go ahead and just do our Q&A, just getting to know John a little bit more. And I'm pretty sure some of you guys have been dying for this episode. So we just have a couple of questions that we are going to chat about. But before we get into that, we do want to talk about what Uni thought about Halo Outpost Discovery uh, and just his thoughts and his experience while he was there. Hey, Uni, how did you enjoy Halo Outpost and which outposts did you get to be a part of? What did I think? Man, I... I just loved it, plain and simple, right? Yeah. Uh, through and through. And which ones I got to go to? I got to go to four out of five, actually. I missed, I believe it was Austin, or not Austin, uh, the, the Texas one. I, I, I don't remember which what city it was because I wasn't there. <laughs> but I had to go to Gamescom, actually, instead for MCCPC, uh, me and a person working Xbox marketing, Noah, who's kind of working on the MCC promotion side of things, were the only two people that went to Gamescom to represent Halo. So we had to go hold down the fort overseas. And unfortunately, that meant missing uh, that one outpost discovery. Yeah. I would have been a, had a perfect record had I not <laughs> needed to go to Gamescom. How did you enjoy Gamescom? Uh, Gamescom was really cool. Uh, it's like the size of multiple E3s, it's crazy big. Wow. Like I had people told me there, it's big. There's a lot of people. Uh, it's a sight to see. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, whatever <laughs> you say. And then I get there, and then there's multiple convention halls that are the size of E3's convention halls. Wow. And E3 has like two. And in Germany, at the Köln Mess, I think they call it. I can't remember the exact name. It's got like four or five convention halls that are just massive, dude. Like there's people, I think Stadia had a booth that had an elevator oh, wow. for their booth where you took an elevator up and then like slid down a ramp, right? And just got to ride a slide inside a convention hall. It was pretty That's crazy. nuts, dude. Was there any games that you got to try out while you were there? Uh, no, I played a decent amount of MCC PC. Nice. <laughs> I actually jumped on for a short bit uh, playing Gears because they were, I, I forgot what they were showing off, but I played it, got to jump on as Emil, uh, which was really fun. I think that was the first time we showed off Emil. Might have been the first time we showed off yeah, Emil and that's, Yeah, that was the uh, announcement for that. Awesome and awesome. Really glad that you were able to enjoy Outpost. I know that me and Eric really, really I loved it. Eric, what was one of your favorite things about Halo Outpost Discovery? Well, one, it was just getting to see a bunch of the you know guys in the Halo community that uh, you know I usually only get to see during packs. So it was cool. You know, I, I hung out with uh, Ian for quite a bit of time. Uh, I think the... Cause I, I was only there for one day, so I didn't get to do a lot. I think the ringing experience was my, my favorite thing. Yeah, the ringing experience was sick. I did it multiple yeah. times. 
uh, and, and I just loved it every time. Everyone was jaw dropped. I, I saw so many people like wanting to stay in some rooms longer than others and just being like, wow, what's no, I don't want to leave yet. Do I have to go? Can we just keep, stay here for a little bit longer? Mm-hmm. And then then the next room, they're like, wait a second. Do we have to go? Can I stay a little longer? <laughs> it just kept on going. But no, that was awesome. I think my favorite was the laser tag. That was one of the things that I thought was so sick, dude. It was so much fun. Yeah, I really liked how they, you know, like lore was, it was tied into lore. It wasn't just a, you know, like a normal, like, Disney, I guess Disneyland does the same thing. But, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like that it was tied in with lore and um, and how you had people walking around like they were part of the universe. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, there's there's pieces of truth, right, in the universe that are scattered around the event. What's that? Uh, there's pieces of like truth of yeah. the Halo universe that are scattered throughout the convention hall. So you're kind of everything you're doing is relevant to Halo in a actual, real, and tangible mm-hmm. way, right? Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. I mean, it's just like every you know, everywhere you look, there's artifact or just you know some art or anything like that that's part of the universe, and you just uh, get immersed into it, and that's what I really liked. Yeah, John Friend did a clutch job where they're getting that hole ready for us Halo fans, and I had a blast. And uh, I know that a lot of our listeners were able to go, and they're probably still reminiscing. And Mike, I met you at the Orlando, right? The first yes, one? Yes, I'm over here in Miami, yeah. And then Eric, which one did I see? I was at? at the same one. Okay, it was also Orlando? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a blur of a summer, <laughs> if you could have <laughs> With Gamescom, all those different outposts, and then I'm pretty sure at the studio it's really busy right now so uh we definitely thank you guys for coming out there and spending time with us yeah there was outpost uh i think i had a the red bull chicago event oh wow outpost then i went back to chicago for a different for outpost chicago you know yeah and then we also had gamescom then there was also a pax weekend which i did pax up here friday in seattle and then flew down for Anaheim Saturday, Sunday, and then had to fly back that Sunday night because I was meeting up with my family on Monday up for vacation, actually. So I had to, I had quite a, a travel filled summer, if you will. Yeah, I, uh, that's insane. I, I, my body would be in shock <laughs> going all over the place. <laughs> well, that, I mean, I feel like I'm in shock after I come back from PAX. I always get the, the, the uh, PAX plague. Yeah, Pax Plague. Yeah. I've I've dodged it most years, fortunately. <laughs> but it gets you. Yeah, I, I it usually gets me. And then my kids get it, <laughs> and then we pass it around. That's just <laughs> no. Because <laughs> once the kids get it, then it just keeps on going and going and going and going. It's yeah. like stays there for like weeks. Yeah, I'm about to start locking myself in a in a bubble somewhere. When I get back. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and just talk a little bit about our wish list for infinite. And just go over some of the things we've already spoken about. South and I have uh, definitely had sometimes off recording where we chat about Infinite and just what we're hyped out about it. So we're just going to mention a couple of things uh, to remind you guys uh, what we want to see in Halo Infinite. I know one of the things we did spend a lot of time with Eric is Sprint and what we thought about Sprint. Uh, how do you want to see Sprint in Halo in a future Halo title, Eric? I want to see Sprint. I want it to stay. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's it for me. I mean, I don't, I don't care if it's, if it's changed. I just want Sprint. I like, I like running. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, as, as long as 
it's still in there. I, I love that feature in Halo. I know some people uh, want a more nostalgic feel, uh, but I think we're getting a really good uh, feel of nostalgia with the art direction. And I think if we can play Infinite and be able to use it in a much more modern way with Sprint included, I feel like it's tough to take Sprint off of Shooter. I know that there's Overwatch, different games like that, that uh, don't have Sprint. But with me, I feel like Sprint has been adopted into Halo. I feel it's a part of Halo's identity now. And it'll be very difficult to take that off and play without it. I do love classic Halo. And because of that, I get to play on MCC and still have classic Halo. Classic Halo isn't gone. Mm -hmm. It's still there. Um, and so people who really want that, they still get to have that experience. But I'm really looking forward to Sprint Infinite. And I hope that it does stay. I know that we talked a little bit about a firefight mode, like a, a survival mode. Eric, you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I know you did get into a really cool aspect, flood and acting, and putting different parts all jammed into this firefight mode. Yeah, what's the, uh, what's the Gears 5? Was it horde, horde mode? Horde, yeah, horde mode. Yeah. Horde mode, yeah. yeah. I'd like to, I mean, I, I, I like that. So I, I'd like to have some type of survival type thing what you know whether it's you know playing as spartans or you know odsts or anything like that and just surviving just waves of flood or other types of enemies but uh, i want something kind of creepy <laughs> make me want to throw my controller or something yeah i know i was talking with duquesne and as we we're as he was sharing one of some of his wish lists for halo infinite's forge mode something that came to mind was a forge mode even for firefight so having a forge within Firefight so people can have their own maps that they could play on, share those with other people, and then also be able to pick and choose a playlist, per se, for the enemies. Mm -hmm. When the enemies spawn and have a little control on AI, I just think that'd be a really cool feature to be able to have in a future Halo title like Infinite. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but no, yeah, there was also, uh, since there's player traits, one of the things we talked about was being able to have weapon traits as well and having vehicle traits as well. More options gives you a uh, much more uh, possibility to be able to do a lot of really fun things in custom games, uh, having people make new game modes. Um, and uh, I, I know when we played uh, Reach for the flight, it was just fun to play games like Headhunters and Stockpile. And so being able to have more options where you can kind of create those games or have those mm -hmm. games at launch would be really cool. And just more options we could be able to have that and then some. Um, already with the settings that we have in Halo, thus far people have been able to make some amazing game types so imagine being able to have weapon traits as an option i think mm -hmm. uh, people will be able to have a, a lot of fun with their imagination just coming up with different things to do but um yeah that was one of the just a series of some of the things that we talked about having an in infinite and then uh, the infamous battle royale uh, a halo mode uh, a halo battle royale hell jumpers uh, was something that we did you know, get to talk about and i know you a lot of you fans and listeners we had a lot of fun talking about that one. Got a lot of DMs, uh, just uh, them sharing their thoughts on a, a potential battle royale mode for Halo. But, uh, you know, we can all see what happens. And I know and I guarantee that uh, whatever Infinite comes out with, features that it does have, we're going to have a blast and we're going to enjoy. Um, and so we're hyped. We're ready. We're just uh, anticipating the next time that we get to have some more Infinite. Absolutely. Yeah, and the the art style that's going in the direction that's going in. I, I love it. It's very nostalgic. And that's because I mean, I've been playing Halo since combat evolved and I, I love the more, the mixture of the old school 
I, I don't know if I guess you call it old school, but that that style it's just mm-hmm. uh, it it brings me back, you know, <laughs> just like the trailer with the music and you know that art style and just it brings me back to like when you know my Mountain Dew days, <laughs> the Rio Mountain Dew days, just playing Halo for for you know weeks on end. Trying to think how much Mountain Dew I had at Halo Three launch <laughs> with Mountain Dew Game, Game Fuel, Fuel, you know, yeah, like that stuff was so good, and it had never been like I think that was the first time they actually released Game Fuel, mm-hmm. yes. right? Yeah, that was a launch of it. Uh, so that was the only time you could ever get this special flavor too, mm-hmm. right? So it has your my favorite Halo game, right? I'm like, oh my god, I'm what 15, 13? I don't. I was a teenager. <laughs> Mountain Dew comes out with a brand new flavor for my game. I was like, I'm in. How do I get more? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I probably had too much Mountain Dew. I think there is still <laughs> one can in my parents' fridge. Oh, wow. I have asked them not to open. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, th- I think those cans eventually disintegrate at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I've heard. Um, so far, ours has been pretty good. Uh, but it's. It, I'm pretty sure it's still in our fridge. If it if if there would be an occasion occasion to be able to crack open that game fuel, what would be the occasion? Oh gosh, uh, I was gonna crack open a what now twelve year old game fuel, <laughs> like crack open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> uh, it would have to probably be like infinite launch, you know? Oh boy. Because uh, we missed Halo 3's 10-year anniversary. That would have been a good time to do it. Oh, yeah. But maybe Infinite's launch. So, but I still, I've heard it's not good. <laughs> people try it all the time, and I've heard stories. People tell me about their stories of trying Game Fuel <laughs> 11 years later, yada, yada. I'm like, eh, it's not worth it. Yeah, you know? I, don't, I don't think I could do it. Now you got listeners just hoping to see one day you post a video on YouTube or post a video on Twitter and just see you crack open that 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 old school game fuel <laughs> and just give us a little review really quick of how it tastes. <laughs> well, wasn't there wasn't there a guy who who drank like Crystal Pepsi or something like that? Like got off of eBay and just just threw it all up. Like I remember seeing something. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I've heard people just feel sick after trying like one sip of eleven year old, twelve year old Mountain Dew nowadays. So not not sure I want to risk yeah. that. I, I wonder <laughs> you know? I wonder if it's more of like a mind game. Your your stomach's like your head's telling your stomach like you shouldn't like this right now because it's eleven years old. Because uh, because your your mind knows yeah. right and it wants to tell your body. Yeah. Well, who knows? I, I'll I'll never try. And fans should not be rooting for me to do that <laughs> on Infinite Launch. They should want me to be working on Infinite Launch, That's not true. trying to drink twelve year old Mountain Dew. That's true. That's true. If anything, you just take it over to work and crack it open just to take a whiff on on the launch. <laughs> I'm sure the whole the whole office would smell like that. The museum the museum has some of the cans, doesn't it? Yep, we we've got some cans. Yeah. the The liquid has been emptied out, uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, <laughs> depending fortunately. on who you ask. But yeah, it's we've got cans in there. We've got some Halo Three. We've definitely got some Halo Four as well. So there was actually a coworker at the studio uh, who had a Halo 3 Mountain Dew game fuel on one of the, his shelves at his desk here at work. And one day when he wasn't here, someone bumps into his desk and you just see it roll off his shelf, land on his desk, crack open, 
and you just see it start spewing, spraying everywhere. Oh it's on his keyboard. <laughs> it's going on his desk, on his pictures, uh, oh, uh, no. towards people's chairs. And <laughs> this guy just lost a Halo 3 game fuel. I'm more horrified at that than soda <laughs> being sprayed everywhere, right? Because that's You can just clean that up, up, right? Exactly. You can clean up this that sticky sugary water drink thing anytime <laughs> but you can't replace that can right yeah. like that guy's held on to that for so long and i'm just kind of horrified while i watch as the coworker who bumped the, the desk is now scrambling to try and stop this thing from spraying everywhere <laughs> and also figure out how do i get napkins now to clean up this <laughs> giant mess and the whole thing was just tragic to watch it was bravo wasn't it and that's why bravo is no longer no, no, it was not that. That's not what sent Bravo away. We just wanted to go on some vacation time. New opportunities, that's all. Yeah, yeah. No, that's funny. Yeah, man, so, no, that's that's hilarious, man. I remember um, at Halo 4's launch, there was a Game Fuel that came out. And, um, I actually, it was one of the last, no, it was the last time that I was in a lineup uh, for a launch. And uh, I remember pack, like getting, like, four cases of the game fuel and uh because i remember i missed it so much for halo 3 so i was like man i got stuck up real heavy yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't the game like the same flavor it was like this like cherry version of it or whatever um was it like yeah it had like this cherry citrus it was like a citrusy cherry huh um so it said game fuel on it but it, i immediately knew i was like this is not the same like the same exact thing so i think they just switched it up for halo 4's launch from gotcha. when halo 3 had it and so, um, or I could be mistaken. Maybe I just don't remember it the same. No, but I, I couldn't tell you either way. I just yeah. remember that both games had game fuel, you know? It had game fuel, but the, t- the taste was, like, not the same. I mean, I've actually been at an Arby's last year that has game fuel flavor, and that's the legit one right there. Well, they they oh. have, uh, I mean, uh, Mountain Dew is selling game fuel. It's like an energy, like more of like an energy drink now. That's, I think that's what right. I'm doing. Brand new. Yeah, yeah. it's like a branding for Game Fuel. That's the energy drink. Is it the same flavor or same kind? I of I haven't meal? tried it yet. I haven't okay. tried it yet. I've had one, but I, I don't. I don't. I can't remember what flavor it was, but it. I think they've got new flavors now because I mean I know they still have like cherry and um, like berry and uh, I think they even have like the original Dew flavor, like Mountain Dew flavor. I don't like know. Game fuel. Yeah. Yeah. I just know they have like, re, like, cause they're a can, but you can reseal them. Yeah, the, oh, they're the little ones where you can like twist up the, the opening. Yeah. The op- like you could slide it back to close it. Yeah. Mm, and, yeah I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's. So, anyways, I ended up getting a bunch of those, switching out gamer tags and getting everyone ready for, for four. So I go, I, I'm up. Uh, it's uh, 12 o'clock Eastern. I finally get there. We're like three o'clock. In we're playing multiplayer nonstop, and I'm like, man, you know what? I think I'm ready for the campaign. Let's get into it. And I had a buddy who uh, was with me there at the time, and then something hit. I think I was just I shook the wrong hand, and I got the flu. And so I remember I all like I all I want to do was drink game fuel and game hard, and I ended up getting the flu at the launch. And so I um I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just gonna drink some more game fuel, and then. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that the caffeine is gonna help me get through no. this thing the biggest mistake ever it just got worse <laughs> so then you i was like man say. i gotta amp up on on some emergency get some vitamin c in me and just Should've sleep this one out last man. thought is to drink more sh- like 
sugary Great stuff. Soda, yeah. No. And no, I was I was young and uh and naive. And that is how we lost Mike. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh but I but I survived. I'm here and uh I got a story to tell. But no, yeah, I just remember that and me being like, why did I do that? I mean, I messed up the launch even more for me. I remember being so <laughs> sick and just being like, all I want to do is play the campaign. And I and I was just like so out of it that Well the problem is is that you decided to not play the campaign first. You should have played the campaign first. That's probably, first. it was the curse of not starting campaign yeah. first. I normally yeah. do campaign first too. Yeah, that's how I, 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 every every game, no matter whether it's Halo or not, if it's got multiplayer, I don't touch it until I get through the the campaign first because I there's been like a few times where I didn't do that in the past and people would just spoil things. I, <laughs> multiplayer. Oh, yeah. so I was like, nope, not anymore. Yeah, spoilers are the big downer in that regard. But normally, I just want to do the campaign to experience it, right? Because re- the rest of my time is in multiplayer, right? I'm not usually yeah. going back to campaign to play mm-hmm. over and over and over. I'll go back and visit it occasionally. But normally, it's like, knock that out of the way, enjoy it, uh, think about it, and then jump in the multiplayer and start grinding and get good at the game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it also helps you get... That's what one thing I like about jumping into the campaign first, besides, you know, obviously figuring out what the story is but is if i go into multiplayer first i'm a i'm a, like a monkey flailing my arms around until i get used to it and at least in the campaign you're going to get used to controls for the for the most part uh, obviously multiplayer is going to play different but I, I always feel like that helps me before i jump into multiplayer because i'm not that great of a player as it is when it comes to multiplayer so it's uh i feel like it's at least for me it's super important to play through that campaign first yeah, I'm definitely yeah. not going to make that mistake for Infinite. <laughs> yeah, and there's like in campaigns, you typically see almost like tutorials right in those campaign missions that could really help you out. So you're not mm. flailing around when you get to multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, there's like certain features and abilities that you can like exercise in the campaign. They teach you how to do it and then you're able to do that in multiplayer. That makes sense. Now, I, I have like with Halo 5 when that was released, I did play co-op. Through, through the campaign first because you know a bunch of us were super excited for it so we played co-op online together so it's yeah, technically nice. multiplayer but still you know it's we got to oh, yeah. experience that story together and uh, I thought that was pretty fun yeah I normally when I go through a campaign we got I got three other buddies who are like say hey you know what we're gonna log on the same time we're gonna play the same time and we try to ride the, the campaign together uh, when we do it and that's probably why I didn't play on on four right away it was just because we were all hyped trying to play right away and then we were gonna like, okay let, let's get in uh let's get in and, and then do campaign but that's always one of my favorite things to do um is to be able to just uh hop in play some multiplayer figure out the game by trying to get the feel and then really soak in the story with some buddies one of my favorite things but um i guess we'll go ahead and transfer over and switch on to the next topic and uh just get to know uh john a little bit more i know a lot of our fans Really appreciate this Q&A that we have as an option here on Halo Respawn. Um, so, uh, John, you ready? Yeah. Awesome, man. I got our, our first question here is, uh, how did you get involved with Halo? What was your introduction to Halo? Okay. Uh, I'd say, like, get involved with Halo. I'd probably phrase that, or, like, I'll answer it as how I got involved in the Halo community and yeah. how how did I get introduced to Halo? Just like first time experiencing it, and I'll I'll handle that one first. Actually, first okay, cool. time 
ever seeing Halo was at like my brother's friend's place. They just had a single Xbox setup with like on a tube TV. People are just playing some multiplayer on Hingham High. I remember it pretty darn nice. well. And I saw this one cyborg robot stick another cyborg robot <laughs> with a blue grenade. And it just kept sitting on him, sitting on him. And you then, <laughs> quote unquote, boom, sitting. <laughs> blows up and you see the body go flying. And I'll never forget watching someone just get stuck and blasted the smithereens on Hingham High <laughs> and, and immediately fell in love with that game. And from there, just me and my family eventually got our own Xbox with shortly after the launch of Halo 2. Uh, like we saw a friend brought over their Xbox for, to our house, actually, I think on Halo 2 launch day. I don't know why they came to our house. I don't remember that part specifically. But as soon as we were playing on Xbox Live at our house, like our my dad was like, all right, we could maybe get an Xbox, right? So we brought in an Xbox shortly down the road, got Halo 2, and we, we slowly just become became bigger Halo fans like my brothers, me, eventually my dad even jumped in to play a bunch, right? It was uh, a slow roll, but we eventually all went, like, we became head deep in Halo, you know? We're all, mm -hmm. we all became pretty obsessed with it, loved it, uh, and have played nonstop ever since. Like, my dad will still play MCC. He'll be like, can you, like... How do I do this? Or what's a what's the multi kill for four in a row? Right, if he gets an overkill, <laughs> luckily, right. Uh, and then, how did I get involved in like the Halo community? Uh, just probably after the Halo three days, I was pretty not super active, but pretty active on the Bungie.net forums back in like two thousand seven time frame up until about. Uh, when Bungie released Reach, right? So 2010, uh, that, and that's when I went to school at UC Irvine. So it was freshman year, uh, the game launched Reach, of course, and I couldn't really dedicate too much time. So I kind of took a step back, actually. And then once I figured out how to do school uh, with the studies, hang out with friends, actually sleep a little bit, Sleep was probably the lowest of my priorities and then figure out how to add game uh, into that equation eventually. Uh, and specifically, just how do I get Halo back into my life at college? I slowly, probably 20 in the lead up to Halo 4, started getting more active on the Halo subreddit, a little bit of Waypoint forums, and then uh, just paying attention to the YouTube community as a whole, I realized that there was kind of a gap in Halo YouTube content creation. So I started thinking of like, what if like there's a gap there? What if you were the guy to go solve that problem, right? Fill that gap. And slowly started making YouTube videos with Windows Movie Maker on a laptop with no <laughs> microphone, right? Yep, trying to do whatever I could to to make a decent YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Slowly figured out the tools of the trade, uh, got a decent following on YouTube, started streaming a little bit on Twitch and YouTube and, and now Mixer, of course. But 
uh, just making YouTube videos, eventually became a Reddit moderator uh, on the Halo subreddit and just continuously spread, like, I don't know, my, a, I'd like to say positive influence in the community uh, over the years. And then eventually, uh, after three years of heavy, heavy YouTube content creation and moderation on the Halo subreddit, got uh, the chance to toss my hat in the ring for a job at 343 on the community team. And it oh, happened awesome. to work out. And I've been here ever since, uh, just over four years. I started right before Halo 5 came out. So October 13th, 2015. And now we're in October of 2019. It's pretty crazy. Wow, that's insane, dude. Yeah, well, actually, actually before... before sorry about that, but... but uh, before I jump into the, the other question, I'm going to say uh, my Halo introductory i guess you could say it was very similar to yours I, I went over to a friend's house and they were playing this game they were playing um uh, what map was it it was board in action they were playing on board in action i was like mm -hmm. what in the world's going on this looks amazing and uh i remember thinking that you know i was like that map kind of looks like you know something out of an alien movie and um my buddy handed me a duke controller that was inverted and it was in i was like dude i can't play this i don't why is up down and down and up i was so confused and uh he's like just deal with it and i've i've been playing inverted ever since no <laughs> you have so many like things that you can now blame on that friend just because <laughs> like it could be like you accidentally spill a drink it's like dang this guy because years ago he threw me off <laughs> i don't know where, which way's up Exactly. You go to get a drink and you're just pouring it on your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> just spilling it everywhere. <laughs> Knocking over Mountain Dew cans. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> desks. That's probably what happened to to your buddy at work, man. That yeah. he was playing inverted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess uh, you know we all. You know, I'm, I'm sure you're surrounded by everything halo often so it's good it's always good to get away from things especially you know you're, you're working it you know it's what you, what you do is you you you're working in halo gosh i'm gonna I'm report all that i'm <laughs> yeah no worries i'm struggling right now in, invert bro <laughs> exactly your friend inverted your mind with the words like it's <laughs> over all right so you're surrounded by halo you work you work at 343 so what what are some things that you do to kind of get away from Halo or just what are some non-work related things you enjoy doing just to kind of, you know, hiking or whatever it is, it just kind of clear your mind, get away from work. What, what are the kind of things you like to do? Uh, there's not too many things, to be honest. Like, I do enjoy going to the movies, watching TVs. I've I was a big fan of Movie Pass, rest in peace. And then... Uh, <laughs> Uh, now have like one of those AMC subscriptions and am trying that out. So I go to movies pretty frequently. Uh, I'll also go on just walks around the city, listen to audiobooks. Uh, mm. Sometimes it's a walk through the city. Sometimes it's a walk out of the city because in the Seattle area, you can just go for a walk away from the, from the city and hit beautiful parks, nice mm. paths, 
and it's very relaxing. Um, usually I'll do that during the summer. Right now, when it's like 40 degrees out, not so much. Uh, so I try and take advantage during the summer. Unfortunately, this summer we were doing outposts pretty much every weekend. So I didn't get to do it as much. But hey, if I'm hanging out with Halo fans and my friends, right, and the entire community at these mm-hmm. conventions, that's, uh, that's almost a vacation on its own. Yeah, oh, definitely. yeah, definitely. What kind of movies are you into? Uh, pretty much anything, to be honest. Whether it's, I'm trying to think of the last one I saw. Definitely saw Zombieland Double Tap already. Was going to go see, there's one that's already out. I think it's called The Current War. It's about like Tesla versus Edison. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't know too much about it, but that historical battle between those two guys has always fascinated me. So I mm-hmm. might go see it. Have uh, you I seen saw- uh, Joker? I saw Joker. Yep. I saw that one. I haven't seen that one yet. No. I thoroughly enjoyed it, right? It's, I said it on Reddit. Someone asked me uh, just randomly when I was doing a post on the Halo subreddit. Spoiler, like, spoiler free, of, of course. Yeah. yeah I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of spoilers, so definitely spoiler free. It's just a kind of a, like a darker movie. And of course, everyone's going to say it's dark, but it's almost like just unsettling, kind of watching someone descend into hmm. full-on joker status hmm. mm-hmm. and it's probably like the best movie i'll only ever watch once or want to watch once right it was like that was awesome don't know if i want to see it again because i don't know if i need to be in that mental state again you know yeah i go to movies to kind of just have fun right and there's unwind a- yeah yeah there's enough like sadness in the world where i don't need to go watch tv shows or movies about it too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no I will say I, what I enjoyed about that movie was that it was a break from the typical comic book movie, you know, the over the top, you know, explosions and craziness going on. I, that's what I liked about it was that it was kind of a break and it made you think, you know, most of the comic movies, I enjoy the Marvel movies and some of the DC movies, but um, I, I like that it was a kind of, I like break. how you said some of the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we all know how that is, but <laughs> He's talking about Batman Begins and <laughs> Dark Knight. And after that, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, um, since you talk about movies, what would you think of uh, Avengers Endgame? Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I really did. The biggest thing I have to like decide for, for myself is whether or not I liked it more than Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Right? I know mm-hmm. that's like heresy, right? It's the epic conclusion. <laughs> But when you think about Infinity War and how it had all of the characters getting their own time to shine in such a unique way as they're being brought together, I thought that was so creative and so well executed Mm -hmm. that even though Endgame is that epic conclusion and wrapped it up so nicely, that it's when you have half of the movie at the very least, if not more, that is just focused on like four or five of the Avengers, yeah. it's, it doesn't have quite the same feeling, right? No doubt, no doubt. So yeah, I'm no, still I, deciding. I loved it. I love it. I, I love um, it. I think it was so good. I think it was great fan service. I think yes, they did such absolutely. a great job of like going back and, and, and even some movies that people aren't big fans of, like Thor 2, Dark World, 
I don't think there's anybody who says that's one of their favorite ones. And if so, hey, that's totally cool. But I know a lot of people generally agree that that's not that's at least one of their least favorite Marvel movies. So the 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 fact that the Russo brothers would go back and say, hey, this is really important. Come check this out. I thought was pretty bold. Um, yep. And it made it it made it work, too. It actually made me want to go watch the movie again and try to see how that would all work out. And uh, and then you also have Age of Ultron, who I thought for sure they were going to go big on that, but they didn't. And then it was just so cool to see uh, just the original Avengers movie, them go back there and, and, and re-see that on another view and a whole other aspect. See the Sorcerer Supreme, uh, the elder, the, el- the older one, the, the, to yep. see her out there and being like, oh, wow, she that's right, she was around and she was doing this and doing this. It was just really, really cool. Um, but overall, man, a big MCU fan. So take a little detour, <laughs> as you mentioned some of that. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, man, no, love totally talking about totally loved, totally love that. We definitely, hopefully, in the future, we get a chance where we get to talk more uh, detail about them in the future. But we'll get right back into our Q and A. Um, and so the next question I have here is: What is one of your favorite things about the Halo community? I'd probably oh, say. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, no, you didn't lose me. I'd probably say, I don't know if it, diversity is the right way, uh, but the breadth of the the franchise allows for fans to be like so specialized, right? There's Halo collectors, there's cosplayers, mm-hmm. there's people who like study the books, live and breathe the books, you know, mm-hmm. and seeing pe- people go and be able to have a circle of friends that they can talk about making armor with. What do they think is going to happen in the next book, right? What are those implications for Halo Infinite? And have having that for pretty much every single possible facet of the, the entire Halo universe is just so cool to me. Uh, and that's kind of why I try and dive into each of them and why I love being the community manager is I get to interact with all those people that love that one thing that makes Halo special to them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's, that's the one thing that's always amazed me about the Halo community is that, like you're saying, you have people who cosplay, people who collect Halo stuff. I mean, you have such a such a wide range of people, and that's what's cool about Halo in general is that it, it allows for that. Like it, it's it's huge. It's you know the community's huge. The 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 game is is huge and you have all these different um uh what's the word uh can't even think of the word but you have all these different pockets of people but it's it's so cool because it, it's like one person who may not even really know what cosplay is and get into it because of the halo community and just things that people share and just the you know the just the general i usually call them like sub communities like when i when i just start talking about there's the all up Halo community, and then you've got like more specialized sub communities, say Griff yeah. Ballers, HCS players, uh, collectors, cosplayers, and stuff like that. Yeah. So you, this next question, you basically, I think, you kind of just answered that. <laughs> what we we're just, uh, what you're talking about, I think, is the answer to this. But uh, we know when you started working at three four three. But what's what's one of the favorite things of your job? Obviously, <laughs> it sounds like it's the community. But I didn't realize I was answering that question. But yeah. But- uh, started working at 343 October of 2015. It was two weeks before Halo 5 came out. They were like, you're on the community team. Buckle up. Get ready. We're launching, right? Wow, that's a way to start right there. <laughs> and then what's your favorite part of my job? Uh, definitely 
working with fans that are so passionate, right? Because I used to be a community member, just like everyone else that's in the community. Mm -hmm. I just happened to be super obsessed and somehow got lucky enough to now call it my job. And being able to talk with the fans that are just as passionate as I am about this franchise every day, day in and day out, is awesome. Getting to have meetings and emails and phone calls where it's all about Halo is super freaking cool. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to have a call about Halo. I'm going to this meeting about Halo. I'll see you there in five <laughs> minutes, right? Got to go back to my desk to write an email about Halo. It's it's awesome. <laughs> yep. and, and then also just helping influence the game, right, with community feedback is definitely a, another big favorite part of my job, right? Relaying mm -hmm. that community feedback uh, back to the studio for various products, especially the games, right? Mm -hmm. Just trying to help make a difference and make your guys' voices heard is definitely another big thing. But just the overall interaction makes it so much more fun and more fulfilling. Yeah, that, I, I can only imagine. Uh, I, I, this wasn't on the list of questions, but something that popped up. What What was your thought when they said when they were like oh you have a job at 343 now like what was your thought was it more of like i need to go to the bathroom get to crap my pants <laughs> like, <laughs> uh it's it wasn't like a surprise out of nowhere right yeah. you got the job because i had prepared applied gotten the heads up that they wanted to do an interview did the interview had to wait, right? So it wasn't so much like a surprise out of nowhere. You're now working for 343. Get ready. It was a, you've been a diehard fan. You've wanted to work at 343 or on the Halo franchise your entire life, right? Uh, and now things are starting to line up. Let's hope they keep lining up. Mm -hmm. And that eventually when... I got the call and they're like, they liked you. You got the job. Can you move up in two weeks? I was, I was like, it finally happened. Right. It, yeah. was, it was more of like a relief that all the work that I had been doing up until that point was, uh, had paid off. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was definitely more of a relief and the excitement it's just always there for me, like still to this day. Mm -hmm. But at that particular moment, I definitely just remember being relieved that I was the one that got chosen, you know? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so we got our, our, our next question here is, uh, what is your favorite Halo and why? It's a good question. A lot of people ask me this, especially at Outposts. Like this was like a, a bunch of people's like go-to question. Uh, favorite Halo would I usually just by default end up going towards Halo 3 because of course, that's the right was, answer. That's when I was like super involved, right, on Bungie.net forums. I had in my like Bungie.net private group, was getting really good at the game. The community was in full force, right? We had machinimas being made every day, some of the craziest montages, theater mode, file share, forge were all these new things in gaming that Bungie had brought into the space and allowed the community to thrive because of it. Mm -hmm. And when you combine that with the, I believe it was like the greatest entertainment launch 
in history up until that point or something, mm -hmm. some crazy mm -hmm. stat like that, uh, all for like my favorite franchise. It's like the perfect storm of amazing stuff, right? It was the hallmark of esports, right? Oh, yeah. Halo, competitive Halo back in the MLG days was what people looked up to and they were like, that is esports. Like that mm -hmm. and I believe like StarCraft over in Korea were the, yep. the two that people really looked up to at that time. But Halo 3, probably just for all those reasons, also, of course, the storyline, the epic conclusion to the trilogy, there's just so many things stacked in its favor that it's kind of hard to not say Halo 3. Obviously, mm -hmm. there's things I love about every single game, but in, in terms of what got the most right at the right time, I'd probably say Halo 3. Awesome. Yeah, no, that, that's actually my answer, too. Um, Halo 3 was a game, like, so we're, there was already the hype with Halo 2. And so Halo 3 came out, and it was like, dude, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be the best video game we've ever played in our entire lives. And yep. then to see how positive feed, how much positive feedback it received and how like Bungie at the time went nuts when it came to the launch. And so I know that there was multiple parties all over the place. There was one in Miami. There was the one in Seattle. There was one in New York. And there was multiple parties, all scheduled people just, you know, there's had people who had early access, you know, and so they had, you know, people playing LAN with Halo 3 right before the launch. And just seeing everybody unite together, I mean, I think a game that we look at now, you look at a game like Fortnite, and that's a game everybody and their mom talks about. There was a day where, when Halo 3 launched, it was like like that. For some of our listeners who you know, want an example, it was like that was the game that everybody talked about. And it was cool to be a part of it. And it was, there were was so many awesome opportunities it was, you know, you'd have a Halo t-shirt and someone would walk by and be like, yo, dude, that's what's up, man. And you have a conversation about Halo, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I remember just like, like constantly like, oh, man, you know, I, I still have the, the Halo 3 Believe shirt. So people will see the Believe in the back. And they, and they I've, I've actually had somebody recently come to me like, hey, uh, sorry, man. Hey, oh, OK, it was a Halo shirt. I just saw the Believe in your back and I want you to turn around. And I see the Halo 3 and then we'll, <laughs> we'll be chatting about Halo 3. But uh, but yeah, no, I, Halo 3. I remember we had so many land parties that we that we did. Uh, I, I know that at my apartment, one of my apartments, we uh, we had a, a, a land party that we we did that it started at 12 a.m. And then it ended the next day at like 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> and we and all we did was just rinse and repeat, just like land parties, like FFA, 16 player FFA on Valhalla. We did like everything you can think of. We just re rinse, repeat, just kept on going, going, going. And it was just a, such an amazing time to play Halo and just to run into other people, <clears throat> run into other people and have that conversation. hour marathon? Yeah. Is that what I right. heard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. It, Incredible. And, and, it, and even afterwards, it was like people just had to go. Like, depending on some of the people, it was like, hey, you know, my mom was like, dude, I've been here for, or <laughs> I've been here for so long, dude, I gotta <laughs> head out. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, if, if you didn't, if, if no one stopped us, we would have kept on going, man. I, we had like a tower of pizza. We had cases and cases and cases of Mountain Dew. Um, and it was like, it, it also was kind of cool. Like your apartment is a place where everyone's just going to crash and hang and play Halo. And if anybody wanted to play Halo, they just knew they got to knock on the door and just hang out, had all the TVs and the Xboxes and stuff. And so 
no, Halo 3's launch, just its its lifespan, everything about it was was amazing. See, I I missed out on all that because I was going, I was a senior in high school. So it was 2007, right? Like, yep, 2007. Yeah, yep, 2007. 2007. So I was a senior in high school. You know, I was I was dating a girl. <laughs> I was just like everything else in life was going on, and then I didn't get into Halo 3 until later on. And uh, so I'm a little jealous. You guys got to experience all that. I just kind of, I didn't, I don't think I had a 360 at the time. Um, oh, well. Wow. So I, my, my big, like for me, it was Halo 2 because more because of the friends that I was able to stay connected to because of that game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I uh, definitely, um, it's, 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 it's interesting because you guys have that connection because of the things surrounding Halo three and, and, and the game and everything. And for me, it's Halo two because of similar things. Like, you know, I, uh, I was talking about this uh, with you, Mike off of the podcast, but mm-hmm. like, I want to get one of those Halo two Slurpee cups so bad because I remember going to seven 11, getting super excited about it and just the, the marketing around it. And um, I love bees and all that stuff. I was super into it. And so for me, yeah, I guess it's, it's more of the nostalgia behind it and, you know, the things surrounding it. So uh, I hate that I missed out on Halo 3 and getting the hype for it and everything. Yeah, but. Halo, Halo 3 was a good time. I know Halo 2 was oh, as yeah. well, you know. But something there was something for Halo 3 being that epic mm-hmm. conclusion to the trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Isn't that when Ninja kind of got a lot of the spotlight too when he first started playing Right, he did, uh, he played on right Halo too, but he got really popular. Like a lot of people started knowing about him in the Halo. It, more more in reach uh, than anything, uh, because oh, yeah. he's yeah. When he started streaming in reach, right, people weren't really streaming all up for mm-hmm. games uh, until like later days of Halo Three, probably late two thousand nine, most of two thousand ten, before Reach ended up coming out, uh, and you saw people on like Justin TV. I think Ninja was one of the first. There was a guy named Dominator who was a matchmaking tryhard who streamed also pretty consistently. But Ninja really started making a name for himself in Reach, doing like 1v1s and then uh, on like competitive settings and then also just actually 4v4s in competitive settings. You've been at 343 for four years now and obviously you've been in the Halo community for many more now, what is what has been your favorite Halo related event thus far? As far as since you've been into Halo until to you know until this day, like what's what's your favorite event? I don't know, man. That's a good question. <laughs> That's a real good question. Like I could say, I could say so many things, right? Events as a fan, right? My first E three when I was a fan and somehow got a pass. And got to see <laughs> one of the briefings, right? Which I think was the MCC announce. Yeah, it was the MCC announce where you see Chief kind of just dragging that Covenant bomb. And you're like, oh my God, it looks so good. And you just start to get the chills because you know you're mm-hmm. about to get the space jump scene, right? Yep, yep. And yep. it could go from that to Halo 5 Z3. It could also be when I was a fan, they showed off Warzone. They did the campaign demo. Then there was uh, Halo 5 launch night up here in Seattle, Redmond uh, area, which I had now been hired to 343. So it was a game launch night. 
I'm kind of doing stuff, checking out, and I can tell people at a game launch, I work at that studio, right? <laughs> Your first time to say cool, that. Right? Yeah. And uh, then I could say any of the outposts, having an entire convention dedicated to just Halo, like all up, the franchise, the story, the fans, right? Everyone was there for Halo, and it was so freaking cool. And yeah. then, of course, E3 this year for Halo Infinite was one of the... I wasn't really a part of Halo 5's building up to Halo 5, but after mm-hmm. launch and its sustain, I was on the definitely more in the weeds on the back end of things. I've been with Halo Infinite from like the start, so getting to see like this year's E3 trailer in person at the Microsoft theater. When the shield comes on, you see that broken halo (laughs) ring. I'm getting chills in the theater, even though I've seen this trailer three to 10 times. I don't know how many times (laughs) I'd seen it before, but I'd seen it being built from the very beginning. And that was so cool too. So there's been so many related, like halo related events and probably more like, I guess moments at those events that are, have been so special. I, I don't know if I could pick just one, to be honest. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of. I had a feeling that's what you were going to say. It's just, uh, I'm sure there's, you know, for like me, I'm it's, trying it's just, to think of one, right? <laughs> but I, I don't know if I can. Yeah, well, that's that's for me too, because like I, I haven't gone to many events, but I've gone to to PAX. You know, I've gone to three, four, three. It's just like for it, they're all they, there's great memories running all of those things. Oh, and I. I do also want to shout out another awesome memory. Worlds 2018 in Seattle. I don't know mm-hmm. if either of you made it out to it. I didn't, but I, I remember just that was such a good the, event too. From online, just how awesome it looked, man. Yeah, it was a, the, probably the best esports event we've put on. And mm-hmm. for it to have a more general Halo vibe to it rather than the rest of our esports events where it's very much people come here to play. Uh, either win or lose, get knocked out or continue. And it's very straightforward esports at Mm -hmm. at most of our events previously. And then the world's 2018, we kind of opened it and there were pieces from the halo museum there. The atmosphere Mm -hmm. changed. We celebrated the legacy of halo and halo esports in a way that was so freaking cool at the CenturyLink field event center that it's, I can't believe I didn't think of it as my of my fir- through my first pass of going through these events. You know, it was mm-hmm. so, such a cool time, and that was with MLG as well. It was a partnership yeah. with MLG, yep. yeah. And that was MLG. We partnered with them for all our North America events for for Worlds 2018. Really quick, as they were talking about the different events you were able to make, and you mentioned E3. How did you feel knowing the information already, knowing what the trailer was going to be for the slip space? tech demo or kind of announcing halo infinite what was your thoughts about that sitting in the theater or were you sitting in the theater and what did you think as you you already you know knew what what it was going to be and you were just anticipating the fans reaction and this how was that moment as you were just waiting and watching it go through for the first halo infinite e3 where it was the full-on announce where it was very much that tech demo you saw the wildlife the nature the Mm -hmm. very like the vista shots stuff like the that the cave the carvings yeah. yeah exactly that i was actually up here in redmond waiting for that to go live and i was the one pushing the buttons on like our social media accounts with the trailer 
saying Halo oh, wow. Infinite is the next wow. game. So I wasn't in the theater for that one, but I was I was watching, I was ready for it and uh watching people's reactions in chats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that was really cool because I got to hit the button on that go live for a Halo game, right? The announce <laughs> of a Halo game. Yeah. And I had known it was opening the E3 briefing, and obviously fans did not. So when everyone's yeah. sitting there wondering, like, what the heck is this? And then, boom, you see the chief helmet. People start freaking out. That paid off, like, just as much as we had expected. And, and that was really special. And if I can shout out our E3 breakdown, I don't know if you guys have seen that with Dan Chosich. Uh, Sketch did it with Dan Chosich, who did our entire E3 planning for that announce, that entire trailer. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I saw breakdown, I saw the whole. Yeah, it's like an hour long breakdown of how everything inside of that trailer is mm-hmm. intentional and deliberate, and you just mm-hmm. look at it and you're like. This guy is a master at what he does, and he does it so well. And I, I'll find myself just watching that and think to myself, man, we, we nailed that announce somehow, right? And, and it's because we've got the right people here. No doubt, no doubt. And, and you guys did such an awesome job executing that. I remember um, when that video went out, there was just a, a screen of a, of, of, of a model of someone holding a pistol, and everyone was like, gameplay, gameplay. Everyone of us went nuts, and I was sitting back laughing be like wow guys <laughs> relax <laughs> yeah <laughs> keep your pants on and chill out <laughs> and then uh this past e3 this year for 2019 where we did the the pilot inside the pelican mm-hmm. uh that one i had seen from the beginning i'd seen the last one from the beginning too uh but this one through i had seen more work in progress versions as it had been built out Mm-hmm. And seeing that come to life was really special, and I had I had worried that some of the things wouldn't have the same impact that they had had on me before. Mm. Like yeah. I was like, "Is the shield recharge gonna like give Giving me chills?" Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, is the end Cortana like dialogue gonna give me chills? And I'm in the theater, and I'm just like misty eyed. Wow, like that's awesome. Goosebumps, like freaking mm. the hell out the entire time. And, it, and nothing was lost, even though like I had seen it so many times before. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I was watching it with a, a buddy of mine at home. And I was just waiting. I was like, come on, where's Halo Infinite? Where's Halo Infinite? And, it start, <laughs> and that trailer starts. And I'm starting to freak out. My buddy's like, because he's not a Halo fan. And, and, he, and he was just like, what? What's going like what what's going on? I'm sitting there like like I'm watching a football game. And my, <laughs> my wife's checking in on me, like, what the heck is going on? And then in that moment, you know, the moment the hand goes across the the the, the window, it's and you see Chief, it's like I, I freaked out and it's just the music hitting just the right time. And mm-hmm. it's just I loved everything about that trailer and just how you know all, all the little Easter eggs hidden in the trailer and the things that people found throughout, you know over time you know that, yep. that to me it was just like it, it it was just the for me it was very nostalgic feeling because you have the obviously music that art style and it you know it was reminding me of i love bees in a sense with the little mm-hmm. hidden easter eggs and yeah I, it's just super amazing i mean I, I don't even know how many times i've seen that trailer it's just 
every once in a while, I'm just like, I want to watch that trailer. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm going to turn the trailer on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so, John, uh, one of our episodes, we were able to go ahead. Um, you guys had, or the Microsoft Store hosted one of the Halo community events. So that was right after the trailer dropped. And I actually went out and asked some of the fans what they thought about the audio clip they got released because it was around the same time that um, that audio clip with the QR code was it was found. Uh, so I went out to them. Some people didn't had no idea uh, that there was that the would, extra dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had no idea. So I, I brought that over to them. Uh, for some people, it was brand new. For some people, like, yeah, I heard it. Um, and so I, I, I showed them. Uh, and they were all like showing it was so cool to see everyone had a different opinion or a different um, revelation, or they had just like their anticipation of what it was. And it was so cool to just sit back and to see for me, it was just like 20 people. I ended up cutting out some people and keeping some in, but it was just really cool to see. Wow. Look at everybody. Super excited, super hyped. Everyone has a different opinion. So I can only imagine for you where you're sitting on the, on the technical chair that you're at, you get to sit back and see that every day. And just be like, wow, look at these guys. And I'm, I mean, there's stuff about Infinite, you know, that, that there is. And you're just sitting back going, ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> these guys only knew uh, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And that, that feeling must be really great. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, I think one of the cool things is that Roby one mentioned that there's even still more from the Discover Hope trailer, uh, apparently, that hasn't been revealed yet and, and found out yet. And I yeah. love how the title is Discover Hope. And there's so much to discover from the trailer and so it's mm -hmm. kind of interesting people need to dissect that thing more and really find out what's going on i think that's really clever play on words from you guys too is hey you guys gotta discover what's going on over here really dig in and find out what we got cooking for you guys yeah the uh i, I really love that we did that easter egg uh i had people were wondering if we should do like a betting inside the studio like how long <laughs> is it going to take people to find it and and i'm always like Oh, the community is going to be on top of this. They'll find it like in hours, like if not like a couple days, you know, and then a week went by. I was like, sorry, what? Like <laughs> Come uh, on, guys. Two, two weeks went by and I think it was like a month, almost two months later. Finally, someone found it just mm -hmm. out of the blue. I wake up to a tweet and, and I was already awake and I'm like waiting for the bus going to head into the studio and I'm just sitting there and I see, I think I just found something. I was like, there we go. Nice. Like, like I was, <laughs> you know, I was like, this guy, I got it. You know, he's so close. That's uh, so cool, man. And sure enough that he was the guy who ended up finding it and everyone got to hear the dialogue because of him doing some, some digging. It was super cool. Yeah. I, lo I love stuff like that because it keeps, you know, one, it keeps hype going you know, it keeps everyone excited and it's just you discovering new things like that, coming across new things like that. I mean, I'm never the type of person who finds those things. <laughs> like, I, it's, <laughs> There's someone else who can do all the work for me and for everyone else. <laughs> like I, I don't have the time, but it's, I, I, when I heard the audio clip, I was just like, Oh gosh, you know, again, bring me back to the, I love these days of just new things coming out. Like I, I love that kind of stuff. It just really, it, it gets me really excited. What uh, cracked me up about uh, the Cortana blip after going to some of the outposts and hanging out with Jen Taylor was she told me when she first saw it starting to like get picked up, 
and everyone's calling it like a Cortana leak or a hidden Cortana thing. She's like, Oh no, did I do something wrong? You know, like, <laughs> no, 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 that was, that was planned. You know, someone had to tell her, uh, but at first she was like at the very first, like, Oh no, you know, like a split second of, of minor panic it was pretty cool. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's that, that discover hope trailer is, uh, is awesome. I love going back every once in a while. I was actually, I just got uh, iPhone 11. So I'm like, man, you know what? Let me go look and see how good it looks on the phone. I just get to watching it like three times on loop. Um, and just, man, I, I have so much fun. I know that like, so what I do is I do like a, an E3 party. Unfortunately, the past two years, I haven't been able to go to E3. I did have to decline uh, the invite uh, just because uh just had a baby recently. And then I was getting married the year before. So it was just so many things where I, I unfortunately was able to go. Um, and it's such a bummer, man, if I would have known that there was going to be <laughs> infinite stuff, I would have been like, wait a second, I think I can I can make this happen. But um, nonetheless, uh, you know, seeing those events, having those events at my house, having a bunch of people, ordering pizza, hanging out, it's like the Super Bowl for us. It's like we we sit back and we really soak in. It was just, I think the whole room, my whole living room, everyone was just like, oh, shh. And then it was just so cool to see everyone's <laughs> reaction. And be like, everyone, sh- 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 sh-. I remember like someone was like, shut up, like, <laughs> stop talking, just be quiet and listen, you know, as the, the holograms going over and, and you have mm-hmm. that emotional moment with the mom trying to get the, her, her, her daughter or son to speak to the pilot, mystery pilot. And, uh, and, and it was just so cool. And I, I've seen other people's reaction to people who aren't Halo fans watching that and already being moved. Um, was just so cool because I'm trying to soak in the moment, but I'm also trying to dissect and look at what's going on, how people react. And it was so cool to see so many people being like, wow, what is it? You know, I want to be a part of it. Wow. This is really like emotionally tugging. I, I, this really hits home. Wow. Wh- what is this? How can I get it? Um, and seeing that in their face was so cool. Um, and so I can't even imagine for you guys get to see that like on another level in the theater, but, uh, it was really cool just to see that. Uh, from my perspective, you know, we had that moment there. Uh, and then, you know, I think for an hour, we just talked and talked and talked and talked about it and, and trying to dissect everything we could. But it's just a great time to be able to get to know John and get to know him a little bit more, chat about Halo. And then there's also a game coming out, holiday 2020, Halo Infinite. And we're going to go ahead and just chat a little bit about what we already do know. Hey, uh, Uni, uh, can you tell us anything about customization when it comes to Halo Infinite? Uh, nothing that you have not already heard, probably. Just uh, that fans that enjoyed Halo Reach's customization should be pleased by uh, what we've got planned. <laughs> um, I already got goosebumps, man. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> I think MCC, uh, people are going to be able to uh, be reminded of how great Halo Reach's customization options were and are, and it's going to yeah. be pretty exciting to see whatever possibilities Infinite yeah, I'm tr- for us. trying my best to pull uh, straight from memory what Chris said on our social <laughs> stream, you yeah. know, way back when. I think that was last December. Yeah, yep, yep. That yeah, would have been the last, the last December. Yeah. Uh, right before stream. you guys had the, uh, the studio throwdown where you guys got to play right before uh, the break, the holiday break. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also we have uh, Split Screen. I know Split Screen is returning to the Halo franchise. Halo 5 unfortunately did not have Split Screen. And I know that I'm thrilled to have Split Screen back in Halo. So how's, uh, how's that going to be? Uh, 
good. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone could say split screen is a negative, right? That is, of course, of course, through and through just the Halo core positive, right? I was telling the story the first time I saw CE, right? It was a split screen multiplayer match on Hingham High. Uh, Eric was saying he saw a multiplayer on boarding action. I'm sure there was some split screen involved, right? Oh, That's yeah. how you get yep, into the franchise, right? And and get to show it and allow people to play it and have fun. You know, it's it's never a bad thing. So only good things from split screen. Awesome. All right. Well, I guess the other thing too is uh, how, how do you feel about the art direction? Obviously, we've expressed that it feels nostalgic for us, but as far as your your opinion on the arts, new art style, Barth and our entire like art team have just been absolutely crushing it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, no doubt. I wish there was more art that I could show from what they work on, you know, day to day uh, with everyone here. But unfortunately, you you might see it, you might not see it. But trust me, it's it's looking good. It's looking real good. They're doing a great job. Awesome, awesome. And then I guess uh. We got the uh, Halo Reach on or Halo Reach on MCC PC flight test that's going from October 29th, which is today, until November 5th, and it's like uh, that includes was it two multiplayer? I'm sorry, two, uh, two campaign, yeah, 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 two campaign missions, and then it has firefight and obviously PvP multiplayer. Um, and that's going on just pc and uh, not not xbox but just wanted correct to yeah we we had done the xbox flight uh i believe at the beginning of october with mm -hmm. pretty much all this same content and now we're just putting it to pc players how does it feel how does it play and stuff like that i think the only new addition is there a new addition maybe custom games i think would be the only thing that we've added to pc since because we did campaign we did firefight i guess the multiplayer is a new addition and then of course you can jump in in custom games uh in mm -hmm. this current flight if you want to how's how's the uh feedback help you guys out with these flight tests uh super valuable right mm -hmm. we've we've kicked off also a halo support site i don't know if you've seen that we've got the halo support mm -hmm. twitter account and if you use the halo support site you can now file tickets that will be looked at by agents that will then be communicated to the MCC team so that we can actually quantify how many people are seeing this issue, hitting this issue. Uh, how do we prioritize if there's a lot of people hitting it? If there's only a few people hitting it, how do we prioritize it there? And it, it gives us a lot more data and actionable feedback mm -hmm. as well as uh, Besides just the community input side of it, people just playing the game also gives us so much telemetry and just like that back end data and helps us test pipelines and making sure everything is set up properly. Are we able to spin up servers fast enough? Or, and will we have enough servers allocated for people? It's, it's stuff like that, that you only really get the practice. You only get to practice for through flighting, right? So. Yeah. Making sure we go through those rounds ahead of time is super valuable. Yeah, definitely. As a, I'm a software developer, so I know that kind of that kind of feedback is so valuable. And I know Microsoft as a whole, you know, they have insider programs for everything now, and uh, it's it seems to really help out the products. And uh, it's it 
and also it, it seems like you know because i remember when microsoft started the windows windows 10 insider program when it still looked like windows 8 and i, I was excited to be a part of that because i'm you know i'm a huge microsoft fan and it seems like especially with with halo and doing these re, um, these flight tests that it really you get fans who really want to dig in and and find bugs on purpose or whatever it is on purpose yeah. to, to they want to help, help us help make right? it a better product yeah yeah no it's, doubt it's it's surprising how many fans are sitting there trying to find all these bugs to help us and it's like really we only we know about a decent amount of the bugs and it's awesome when you find new ones but we're like trying to go after some hardcore critical things and we got people like diving super deep ready to try and help us out with the smallest things and i and i love it right fans are just always there to to have our back right mm -hmm. so man and, and speaking of, of flights in general is it possible that we could see some flights with halo infinite is that a possibility yeah that's definitely in the plan right i know uh chris has touched on it uh, a few times I, I might have as well in one like community update when i talked about like what we know for halo infinite but mm -hmm. it's it's definitely in the plans. We want to make sure that we are able to get that feedback from community members ahead of time and can make sure we launch something awesome that people love. Awesome. We can't wait. Uh, we'll definitely uh, be signing. Well, I mean, we're already signed up for the Halo preview program, but uh, definitely be looking at our emails. Uh, yeah, whenever you that's all better. Make sure it's all up to date. Haloinsider.com. Check your profiles. <laughs> make sure you got everything <laughs> verified. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Looking forward to it. And I know that um, the next uh, couple years is going to be a really great time uh, for you and the rest of the team working on Infinite and uh, whatever else you got cooking up for us. And we just can't wait uh, to celebrate with you guys. Enjoy this awesome holiday 2020. It's going to be a great time. And we can't oh, yeah. wait to, uh, to, to see what you guys got cooking up. Uh, and we're just excited. We love Halo. We love this community. And we know that you do too. We can see the blood, sweat, and tears that you all pour out uh, for this awesome franchise that we all love and care for. And it's just a great place to be a part of. And overall, it's one of the best franchises there is. I got to say, and I love Halo. And I know all of us here uh, agree on that. And our listeners agree too. And uh, we, just, we just can't wait. We can't say anything other than we can't wait for Halo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait too. It's going to be... It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of work. And uh, I promise I'll do my best and that we'll do our best. It's going to be here before we know it. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's, we're not, we're not that far away from 2020. So we're not, we're not. Before you know it, it's a year from now. Uh, we'll be playing that game and just dissecting it, seeing everything we can get out of it. I can't wait. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. <laughs> I'm excited too. Hey, uh, Uni, I just want to go ahead and thank you just for taking your time, your personal time, and just be able to sit down with us, chat about Halo, chat about immunity, and uh, really just uh, have a really good time and getting to know each other and having a good time for our listeners and just overall chatting Halo. It's been an awesome time. Thank you so much for taking that time apart. Absolutely. Any, I always say when people like say, oh, thanks for swinging by doing this thing. I'm like, anytime you give me a chance to talk about Halo, I'm in, you know, like <laughs> you, you don't have to ask me twice. I'm like, I'm ready to talk about Halo. So thank you. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's how, that's how we feel here as well. So talk about Halo as much as we can. So, <laughs> I mean, there's so many people who, who 
uh, are listening in and they're like, man, you guys, you mentioned something else. We didn't think of that topic. We didn't think of this, this awesome opportunity to have a conversation about, you know, our wish list for infinite. Some people don't think of some of the, the items, some of the guests that we come in, we talk about stuff. People are still talking about outpost discovery. Uh, and it's just really cool um, that we get to have this community to be a part of and, uh, and just really enjoy uh, these moments. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and head out and call it a day here with Halo Respawn Podcast. If you guys want to go ahead and listen to our podcast, you guys can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, really any of your podcast directories of choice. Eric, how can people get a hold of us on our socials? Yeah, you can uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us at 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 Halo Respawn, and also Halo Respawn on YouTube, um, and also our website, HaloRespawn.com. And yeah, awesome, awesome. And I uh, will want to hype up a little bit of our next special guest. Uh, next episode will just be us chatting, and uh, we're really thrilled to be able to have another three four three industries employee come over and talk about halo outpost discovery and we're looking forward to having that guest over for you listeners to see how awesome the opportunity was and uh, we really look forward to seeing where the future of halo has for us and what we're going to be able to do thank you so much i guess uh john where can uh, people find you on the social medias i would say check john unishek on pretty much any platform uh, at Unishek, if you're just looking for the username, U-N-Y-S-H-E-K. For the most part, nobody has tried to steal that from me, so I've gotten <laughs> it claimed on, on most platforms. Awesome. And if you guys want to go ahead and get a hold of me on my Twitter, it's at HungryXB3AR. That's HungryBear, at HungryXB3AR. And uh, pretty much if you just look up that on any of your socials, uh, you'll be able to find me there. Eric, how can uh, people get a hold of you? Yeah, the best way is on Twitter as well. And it's South TV, S-O-V-T-H TV. So thank you so much, listeners, for listening in. We look forward to having you over on the next episode. And don't forget, finish the fight. <laughs>